0: Good morning. Thank you for joining me, Pastor Zach Williams, of Flat Creek Baptist Church here in Gainesville, Georgia, for another edition of New Horizons the daily podcast and radio ministry of Flat Creek Baptist Church. It is always my great joy to be able to dive deep into God's word with you. And I pray that these daily podcasts are a blessing to you and your walk with the Lord Jesus Christ. If you would like more information about Flat Creek Baptist and how we might come alongside of you, please go to our website, flatcreekchurch.net, and you can find all the information you need to know about us there. Today we're going to continue looking at the book of Acts and it's going to actually be just a uh, just kind of a fascinating uh, little message today about the providence of God. Now, when we think about the providence of God, we we understand that the providence of God is is, is really the governance of God. Is is God working and ruling over all things at all times? And we see God's handiwork as He is as He is putting all things into motion, putting all things into place in order for his plan of redemption to be accomplished on earth. And so today we're going to kind of see how how far reaching the providence of God really is. And so when we think about this today, I want you to come to Acts chapter number 23, in Acts chapter 23, remember that Paul has been in Jerusalem, and uh, Paul has actually been chased uh, like, a, uh, like a criminal through the temple courts. They've beat him, a mob has attacked him, they've uh, drugged him up the steps there, and uh, Paul battered and beaten and bruised, has spoken in the Hebrew language, and has gave a defense of the gospel to the people, and They put him into prison and they're holding him there. And this uh, plot to kill him emerges. And through that plot to kill him, somehow, uh, the nephew of Paul actually hears of this plot and he goes to the governors of the region to say, Hey, look, um, tomorrow when you bring Paul out to stand on trial, understand that the Jews have conspired to kill him. And so in chapter 23, verse 23... The governor of the region, he is actually going to uh, save Paul's life. He's going to actually protect him from those who are seeking to kill him. And the Bible says in chapter 23, verse 23, uh, that he summoned two of his centurions and he said, get 200 soldiers ready with 70 cavalry and 200 spearmen to go to Caesarea at nine tonight. Now, when you hear that, that doesn't sound like much, Uh, but we see later on down in verse 33 that they actually brought Paul to Caesarea. Now, that doesn't sound like much when you hear it. You just see those little words, Caesarea, and you just think like, okay, so they took him to this region. But now understand that where they actually took Paul is a place called Caesarea Maritima, Okay, now Caesarea Maritima is actually just a small little city uh, just right on the coast of the Mediterranean Sea. It's actually also the place uh, where Herod, uh, if you remember a few chapters ago, received worship as a god and was infected with worms and died. It's the same city. As a matter of fact, you can see the ruins of the jail they held Paul in and the stadium where. Uh, Herod made uh, accepted that worship all within just, you know, a quarter of a mile uh, beside each other. But Paul is actually brought to this place to Caesarea, Caesarea Maritima, and he's placed in prison there. And here's where he's going to spend a considerable length of time um, in a prison. Now, what's interesting about this is that when you journey through the New Testament, and you are looking at what we know as the prison epistles, those letters that Paul wrote from prison, uh, letters like Philippians and Colossians, uh, these uh, Philippians and uh, Galatians, these, these letters that he wrote from prison, they were actually written by his hand from this prison in Caesarea Maritima. And so just consider for a moment That the enemy has struck up this plan in the heart of Jewish people to destroy the Apostle Paul. We're going to kill him. At this time tomorrow, he's going to be dead. Somehow, some way, the nephew of Paul, who we don't even have a record of, except for in chapter number twenty-three. Like we didn't even know that Paul had a sister or Paul even had a nephew, but he comes on the scene in chapter twenty-three, has one significant act, and then he's gone. So you have you you have this nephew that somehow, some way, hears this plot of the Jews. He goes to a a Roman guard, a Roman governor, and says, hey, look, they're plotting to kill the man. And then this governor is going to actually protect him, this prisoner of the Jews. He's going to protect him because Paul is a Roman citizen. He's going to protect him. He's going to take him to Caesarea, put him in a prison right on the edge of the Mediterranean Sea. And there in that prison on the edge of the Mediterranean Sea, Paul is going to sit down with a pen and a paper and he's going to begin to write the prison epistles. And it's from that prison that these epistles are going to be put on a boat, sailed across the Mediterranean Sea to reach the churches that Paul has had a hand in establishing. And then from there, those letters are going to be cycled out through the churches. And then ultimately, 2,000 years later, I'm going to hold them in my hand and share them with you. Friends, that's what you call the providence of God. None of the details of that story are outside the scope of God's plan. God was moving all the pieces in order to get Paul exactly where he needed him so that he could strategically write letters to send to the churches so that God's eternal word could reach your heart and mind. So when we think about the providence of God today, understand that there is not a single detail of your life that's outside of his scope and outside of his hand and outside of his plan. He's working all things together in your life to bring glory to his name. I mean, we'll talk about this uh, maybe tomorrow, but when you really think about it, who is the main character of the Bible? Genesis 1-1 tells us, in the beginning, God, He is the main character of Scripture. He is the main character of all human history, and because of that... Everything on earth and everything that's happened in eternal history is pointing us back to him. And so everything in your life is strategically designed by the providence of God that you might see him, know him, and have a relationship with him. And so if God would care so much about you that he would move things around strategically in order that you might have the word of God in your hand, how much does he care about you? You, you think about Jesus. He says, look, not even a sparrow falls from the sky without the knowledge of God. And he says, aren't you worth more than Sparrows, of course you are. Even the numbers of hair on your head are counted. So God knows that much about you, even down to that detail. And if he knows that much about you, doesn't he love you? Doesn't he care about you? Isn't he working all things out in your life that you might have a relationship with him? Nothing in your life is accidental. God is bringing all things about that you might have a relationship with Him. And so it's my prayer today that just as you begin to look around your life and see the providence of God and see God working all things together to bring glory to Himself through your life, that that you would just pause for a moment, give worship to your God and King. But not only that, but if you've never given your heart to Him, that you would say, God, I realize that nothing in my life is accidental. And you've brought all these things about so that I might have a relationship with you. And I want to give you my heart today. And so maybe today you would put your faith and trust in the Lord Jesus Christ. And if that's you, would you just let us know at Flat Creek? You can go to our website, flatcreekchurch.net, and let us know of your decision to follow him. Friends, thank you so much for tuning in today. I can't wait to see you next time. God bless, and we'll join you on new horizons in the days to come.